Welcome to the Authors Who Lead podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, people who want to be inspired by authors, leaders, and the messages they share. This is such an important podcast to us because we help uncover what goes on behind the scenes when authors are writing their book. We talk about the process. We talk about where they get big ideas, and you can listen in on those conversations. We can't wait for you to join us. So let's get started. Writing a book isn't one of those things that you should wait for. You shouldn't put it off until someday because writing a book can really change your life. One of the biggest fears I hear from authors is, what if it's not good enough? What if it just doesn't make the cut? What if nobody reads my book and gives it bad reviews? Or worse, no one even cares. Those are all things that keep us from writing. But the truth is, no one's ever really ready to write a book. Sure, people have started, they had plans, they plotted it out. But like many things, you can never fully be ready to write a book. Unless you choose to. You can choose to write a book whenever you are ready. And the truth is, you never will be. So you have to make a commitment. I believe there's two types of books you can write. The books that the market's searching for, that they're looking for, like a niche where there's a hole, maybe how to make a business walking dogs from home as a side hustle because there's a niche to be filled. Or you can write a book that moves your heart. A book that has a unique message that's calling for you. A book that you feel like if you don't say, it starts to keep you up at night. That's the kind of books I tend to like to write. The book that I need because it's not out there yet. The book that's calling me because I have something to say. But if you're waiting for some magical permission for someone to come to you and say, look, it's time for you to write a book, you'll be waiting a long time. Writing a book is not just the process of putting one word in front of the other. Writing a book is about finding what message matters to you. Maybe you're starting a career that's new for you. Maybe you've just ended one. Maybe you've lost a spouse. Maybe your kids have grown. Maybe you learned lessons from failing at life. Whatever it is that caused you to want to write a book to share with the world, I promise you it's a valid reason. So many authors wait until they think that what they have is good. And the truth is, being good isn't part of your desire for writing a book. Being good is something that you can judge a book by once it's done. You can't want a book to be good. It just is. A book either resonates with people or doesn't. It either makes you happy or it doesn't. Now, you can sit around and pretend like you're faced with a, a big review with heavy consequences or a paper you're turning into a teacher to whether or not you'll pass a class. That's pressure. But the truth is, what do they really know more than you? Writing a book's about trusting your instincts. And so many authors, even the best authors, don't finish books because they fear that it's not good enough. Perfectionism isn't a badge of honor. Perfectionism is probably better called procrastination because you're waiting for someday, someday to be good enough, smart enough, have a better idea. And a lot of that comes from just waiting too long. The book you need to write is the book that will transform you. If you want to be a leader, a visionary, make a movement with your message, then you need to start writing now. Not because you won't be better later. I'm sure you will be. But you can't promise that later. There's only now. 
The knowledge you have is valuable, but I promise you the transformation you make or give to others is priceless. You can't get in your head that you only have one book inside of you and that you have to get this one right. Because the first time you did anything, it wasn't perfect. Sometimes it wasn't even, quote, good in your estimation. The first book won't be your last, so start writing now. The process of writing a book is about a commitment of showing up one day after the other, making sure your voice, your tone, the things you have to say get onto the page. It's time for you to write a book. I'm giving you a call and the permission to start because you're not going to get it from anyone else. The world will start to push on you saying, that's been written already, or how do you know that's the best idea? All these things seem like they're important, but really your commitment is more important than your readiness. Over the last 12 months, as I'm recording this, this is the end of November, Steve and I have written three books. It's amazing because I didn't have any extra time. In fact, the last year has been one of the hardest years of my life. Hard for different reasons, for the struggle in my family, struggle with um, the death of our father, Smokey Vinoy, the challenges we had with our children, business challenges, all of it. None of it's easy. And yet, even though I didn't feel like it, I showed up. I can't promise you they'll be the best books, but I can promise you it has been my best, the best that I could do with what I have. And I honestly think it's some of the best work I've done, not because of its perfection, but because my heart's in it, my commitment's in it. And when I finish this book, starting in January, I'll be in another. And you know what? I won't be ready then either. But I'm going to start. Being ready is overrated. Starting is probably more important. I tend to have that personality where I just start things, even if I'm not ready. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you're very planful. You like to plan out everything, think through the the pros and cons before you take a step, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to writing a book, the longer you deliberate over how and why, the less confident you become. I know because I spent 24 years trying to think of a book, the best book, outlining them, studying them, starting, stopping, but never finishing. And what I really needed to do was commit and do it. And that's what you need to do. But you don't need to do it alone. Because writing is not a solo sport. Writing is a team sport. That means that you can do it in community. Writing in community is one of the best things you can do because you won't be alone. Sure, they may not be putting the words down the page with you, but they can sit with you and write with you. They can hold you accountable. They can cheer you on. They can encourage your ideas. They can challenge your work. But they're doing it because they care. And that's one of the reasons why we built the Authors Who Lead community. Because we realized that I was afraid of writing, not because I didn't know what to do, but because I was afraid that it wouldn't be good enough. And I don't want you to be there. I want you to start writing today. The most important step you can take is to say, I'm going to write. I'm going to do it now. I'm not going to wait. And writing in community is one of the best ways you can. It's what I do. For the last month, I've been joining um, the Author's Power Hour with the Author Power Hour allows community members to join and write. We post our goals, we start writing together, and then we share our victories and wins at the end of the hour. It's great. It holds me accountable. Some days I do better than others, but it helps me show up. That's just one of the valuable things about being in community. And if it wasn't such a perfect time to start, then I wouldn't be encouraging you. But it is. It's always the perfect time to start. Now, what if you're not sure if your idea is good enough? 
Well, that's a great question. How do I know it's the right idea? Validating your idea is really important. But knowing if it's good enough isn't a question you should wonder. Somebody else's judgment about your work isn't your opinion. That's somebody else's. But you can write the best book you can. So I want, to, I want you to think of this. If you've been sitting on the fence, trying to decide, should I write a book? Should I start? Will it be worth my time and effort? Will anybody care? What if I don't know what to do? What if I get stuck? I just don't know how to start. If these are all things that are coming to your mind before you start writing, I want to encourage you to join our AWL community. Join the community. Check it out. Write with us. Post your questions. Share your work. Be inspired by others who are just like you. Sure, they might have just be a few steps ahead of you, meaning they just started writing, but they're still able to help you understand how they got moving forward. A lot of the times when I'm helping writers, the biggest problem isn't having an idea or even knowing how to write. Because technically, it's just one word after the other. You take a word, put it down. Get another word, you put it down. That's what writing is. The reason we get stuck is we're so stuck in this judgment that this has to be good, that someone's going to critique this, that someone's going to judge this, and it keeps us from doing anything. Now, I know how that feels because that's what stops me. Maybe I'm like you. Maybe I think that I have to worry about what everyone will say if it's good enough. But the truth is, if I use my own standards, it may not ever be good enough. But so many people will miss out on you your unique message, the value that you have. And if you didn't wait and hesitate five years ago starting, you could have five books by now. But starting today is the best remedy for wondering if you should write. So let me give you a few things you can do to get writing today. The first thing I want you to do is stop thinking about writing. That's right. No more thinking. It's time to write. But what if I don't have idea, you might say? Well, Start writing down your ideas. Write them down. Get all of the thinking out of your head. Because for most of us, what we're doing is thinking. We're not writing. We're keeping everything in our head. And for those of you who, like me, kept a journal with all your ideas, great book ideas, but never finishing one, those ideas aren't very valuable because they're not executed on. So the best thing you could do if you want to get started and you're not sure what idea you should pick Make a list of every idea you possibly can think of. Now, don't do that list for years. Do it in a day. Do it in 20 minutes. Sit down and say, what are my book ideas? And I want you to list them all out. List them out until you can't think of any more. Now, don't simmer and let that list sit. Look at that list, and then I want you to decide, which ideas do I not care about as much as others? And cross them off for another time. And then go to the top of the list and think, what are my top ideas? What are my top 10 ideas here? And then what are my top five? Top three and my top two. The reason I want you to do this is when you get down to such few choices, the only choice to make is the one you, you decide on. So when there's two, you just pick one. Is one better than the other? Probably not. But by choosing, that's how you decide. I often tell my clients, there is no wrong choice. That's just the choice you make. And ironically enough, some of the books that people wrote, they had no idea they were going to be wildly successful. They just didn't know until you share it with the world. So if you're waiting for some magical lightning bolt to tell you this is the right choice, you're going to wait a long time. 
You just have to make it. So if you've done that activity, you've listed all your ideas, you've narrowed it down to 10, then five, then three, then one, then you have an idea. Stop judging. Is this the right idea? You're always going to wonder if this is the best idea or the right idea. You can't, you can't decide that because it doesn't exist yet. So you just have to commit to it. Now, if you're like me, when I was a kid, I struggle with picking out the most basic of things. I think I spent six weeks when I was a sophomore choosing a book bag during the summer, looking at it, testing it, researching it, going to look at it again, going back. This is before the internet. There weren't a lot of reviews. However, <laughs> I finally would pick a bag and sometimes I'd agonize over the color choice. Which choice is the best color? Not the green one, the blue one. You can understand what it's like to make a choice. But when you are like me and making a choice is difficult, getting to this spot seems really hard. Until I realized you can't make a wrong choice. You can't make a wrong choice. Now, someone can convince you that you made a wrong choice. Think about it. All the people who got married, I'm sure they thought this was a good idea. The best choice I'm making. And even those perfect choices you've made all this effort to decide. you made a big ceremony, a big wedding event. Even half of the marriages end in divorce. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying, even with that extensive amount of work to decide this is a good choice, we still don't make a perfect choice. So stop trying. There is no perfect choice. There's just the choice you make. So after you have your idea, the next thing you need to do, you need to get a writing habit. If you don't have a writing habit, that's one thing you need to change. Now, some of you, maybe you haven't written since you were in school. Maybe even then you didn't write as much as you should have just sneaked by and got a passing grade, but you need to start writing. You need to start making writing a part of your day. Some people use um, morning notes and they write. Some people keep a journal. Other people write gratitude lists. Whatever it is, I want you to start learning to express yourself on a regular basis and watching how many words come out. You need to be very clear that writing only counts when it's words on a page. If you're staring and thinking more than you're writing, that's something you need to improve on. Stop overthinking it. If you're going to think, I always tell my clients, think on the page. Show me what you're thinking by what I can read. If I can't read it, I assume you can't think it. So write. Practice writing. Maybe it's five minutes a day. Maybe it's 10. Maybe you add another minute every week until you're up to 20. But you need to get practice being a writer. Writers show up and they write especially in the days they don't feel like it. There are mornings when the alarm goes off and I'm still tired and I get to my desk and I'm thinking, there's the last thing I want to do is write right now. I don't feel inspired. I don't feel ready. I don't feel excited. Now, I'm not saying that writing isn't ex- exciting. It can be. But that's not my decision for writing. I, ha- I sit down and write even when I don't want to. And that's not easy because I want to enjoy it. But what I've learned to enjoy is finishing books, finishing pieces of writing, not relying on how I feel about writing. That's what the habit's for. Kind of like going to the gym. You don't always love getting up to go to the gym if it's cold or it's a long way to go or you're sore. You kind of want to skip it. It's easy to skip once, then twice, then a week, a month, a year, right? Writing's the same way. So besides choosing an idea, you need to come up with a writing habit. That's really something you can do without even having the book done. So 
If you have an idea, you have a writing habit, the next thing you need to do is decide what kind of book do I want to write? Meaning, you might be nonfiction, it might be fiction, but even if you choose nonfiction, you've got to decide, who is this for? Is this a self-help book? Is this a how-to book? Is this a book of inspiration? What is this book? And who is the one I'm writing it for? Who's my ideal reader? So once you kind of think of what this book's about, think about your ideal reader. Who do I want to spend more time with? That's who I'd write to. I wouldn't write to somebody I don't want to spend time with. If you want to write a book about how to help somebody learn they should pick up trash at the beach, trying to persuade people <laughs> that don't care about trash on the beach is really difficult. But if you want to inspire others that care about the beach to start a, some sort of movement to help clean up beaches, that's a noble cause. And you probably want to spend time with those people as opposed to the people who litter and don't care. Your audience, your readers are people you should want to spend time with, care about. Now, Will you ever meet your readers in person? Maybe. I hope you do. I have. It's pretty amazing. But what I want you to realize is that you'll attract the people you're writing to. So you want to be very cautious and very thoughtful about who you're writing to. And you want to keep in your mind that there's an actual person. It doesn't have to be a real person, but it should be a person. Somebody you can picture in your mind. What age they are, what they do for a living, what they care about this topic, What's their disposition? How much time do they have? All these things matter. If you can picture in your mind the real person, real meaning you've created them in your mind, or maybe you know somebody you can use as your ideal reader, write to them. It should feel like a letter. It should feel like a personal conversation with that ideal reader. Because if you can do that, you're going to inspire everyone. Because everyone that cares about your topic is going to feel like you're writing to them but you have to get clear about who you're writing to. Sometimes they hear authors say, I want this to help everybody. This topic will help everyone. And if you write to everyone, you're going to help no one. If you don't really target the person you're trying to write to, they're going to get the fact that you're trying to write to um, maybe an older person who has more knowledge about the topic or somebody who's more advanced or whatever. But if you're writing to an ideal person, they'll feel like you're, being talked to. You'll identify their pain, their struggles. They go, gosh, this person really understands what I'm going through. So you want to identify that person. So you're going to get your idea, start a writing habit, and identify who you're writing to. Now, I know that all these things don't make your book magically appear, but these are important factors when you're writing a book. Keep in mind all these things and you're beginning to see how important and how easy it is to develop a sort of a habit of seeing a reader, seeing the words come on a page, trusting that you can do this. And you get clarity about who you're writing this for and what you're writing about. If you stick to these simple principles, you'll start to get more clarity about your book and start to worry less about, is this right? Is this good? Your book being good or right isn't up to you. You'll never be able to decide for someone else if their book's good. That belongs to other people. What they care about your, or say about your book is none of your opinion. What matters is, is this the book I want to write? And is this what I had to say? And did I say it to the right people? I've seen people who, who decided to write a book change and transform their lives because they finally found their voice. They finally know who they're talking to and what they stand for. And I know it can be scary 
And I know you can wonder, gosh, but what if I do this and no one cares? Or worse, they give it bad reviews. Well, that's not a reason not to do anything. You might never leave the house if you thought like that. What about this shirt? What about this car? What about my hair? Those are all things you can get caught up on. And yeah, we kind of laugh and giggle. That might sound like something you worry about when you're a teenager. But that's what we do as adults when we worry about what people think about our writing. You can be a better writer today if you just start making choices. And I'm calling each and every one of you who wants to be a writer to not wait. We have amazing programs that authors who lead to help people every step of the way. And if you really want to join our community and test the waters and start making a commitment, there's no better time than right now. You're not going to get an invitation in the mail from some magic person in the sky saying, you're ready to write a book. That's your decision. And I'm giving you permission to anoint yourself as the person who says it's time. And we have an amazing program that we're starting here for authors just like you, people who want to write books. If you join our community, it's the Authors Lead uh, Membership Community. You can join for 90 days for $90. That's a dollar a day. Try it out. Try one of our, our workshops on maybe how to write a book or maybe how to plan or market your book or join us for author writing times. There's so many things that are valuable in this community. It's an incredible place for authors and writers to come together, support one another, and learn from other experts and get the confidence you need to write and publish your book. This community you can find on our website if you go to authorsrelead.com forward slash AWL dash community. And if you don't remember all that, just go to authorsrelead.com and look for the community tab. We're opening this up for 90 days for $90 because we want authors in there. We have advanced programs for people like leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs who are ready to make the commitment to get their book done in, in our cohorts. But maybe you're re- wanting to test the waters and get started right now and not wait. I suggest you join. I'll be waiting for you in the community. Both Steve and I run those live calls. We, we're members of that community, so we join and write with them. We, we run workshops, and we're waiting for people just like you. Don't wait any longer. This is the time to write your book, and I hope you'll join us. Thanks again for listening, and I'm so grateful for all of you for being a part of this community. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you care about writing. You care about the message that you have to share. And that means we care about you. Thanks so much. I'm Asul Taronis and look forward to seeing you inside the Authors Who Lead community. Thank you for listening to another episode of Authors Who Lead. I'm Asul Taronis. We appreciate you. Please subscribe so you can get the notification that we have new episodes every week. And go to authorswholead.com to learn about our show notes and all of our backlists of amazing authors we've interviewed since the beginning of this podcast. Thank you and have an amazing day. Thank you.